Hello, everyone, and welcome to another Team Gomez podcast. I'm Anthony. <laughs> I'm Maria. <laughs> uh, you said I'm a Anthony? I'm a Anthony. Awesome. <laughs> Sorry. Super caffeinated. Shout out to Pustalo as usual. Um, uh, and I love my wife. Yeah, I love this, too. Uh, <laughs> um, this episode is so special to us. Every episode is kind of special, but this one's especially special. <laughs> Why? Because this is the episode of our five-year wedding anniversary it's our anniversary anniversary do you know what today is it's our anniversary oh anniversary i'm gonna do a little remix i'm gonna add drums to that (laughs) um (laughs) um Oh, I love my wife so much. Yeah, I love you, mm. Papa. Yeah, so we have a awesome weekend planned. Uh, it's going to be absolutely gorgeous and beautiful. I believe this episode is actually going to come out. We're recording it before our anniversary. Mm-hmm. Everybody else is going to hear it after we already had our anniversary. But our anniversary officially falls on the 9th. Which is a Friday. Which is a Friday. I have a four-day weekend. From work, and I'm just gonna enjoy my wife and enjoy our marriage. Yeah. We're gonna be heading out to the Creation Museum and, and the Ark Museum, the Ark Encounter Museum. Um, do a little road trip over there, spend the night, have a romantic dinner. It's gonna be great. Yes, it's because be awesome. last year, last COVID year, wanted to COVID. just interrupt, interrupt everything, everything. So we had to had. Indoor anniversary Indoor at anniversary. the house. Yes. Which was great. It was great. It was very great. But it was still like we had plans to go out yeah. and go somewhere. We were actually going to go for so a very a special yeah, yeah. Uh, weekend to remember. Um, anybody who's familiar with that knows what it's about. It's actually mm-hmm. a marriage retreat. Um, and, and not because we were going through anything, but just because we wanted to cultivate our marriage. We just mm-hmm. believe in healthy marriages. And so we wanted to be a part of that. Maria's parents are also speakers at Weekend to Remember every now and then. Yes. So, um, and they gave us the hookup for Maria's birthday. So they were like, go to one, whichever one you want to. And we picked one around our anniversary time and then they shut it down. COVID was like, nah, y'all suckers going to stay home. (laughs) Stay home. Get you some Jesus at home. Um, So it is what it is. So this year we're very excited to be able to go out and actually do something awesome for our anniversary. But we are in a theme this month of new seasons. Mm -hmm. Now we are obviously entering into a new season in our marriage, going into that five year and beyond. Mm -hmm. And so um, I'm not too sure how long this episode is going to be, but I know for sure what I want to talk about is what lessons have we taken out of our first four years of marriage Mm. that we want to make sure we're applying in our fifth year? And what things do we want to look forward to in our fifth year that maybe we haven't experienced yet as a married couple? Mm. Like, I don't know. Just throwing some ideas out there. I could delete that particular question later. (laughs) (laughs) So um, if it doesn't make sense and I'm just caffeinated. So um, either way, I know one thing for sure, things that I've learned 
in my four years of marriage, I think the hardest lessons to learn Mm -hmm. that I want to be able to make sure I'm bringing into my fifth year and beyond is honesty. Mm. Like, I'm just going to be honest and transparent with everyone here. I sometimes have issues with honesty. Hmm. And it's not so much that I will flat out lie, even though that's included sometimes. (laughs) It's I have a tendency to hide things. Hmm. Um... And it's pride and it's selfishness. Mm-hmm. And that those are the roots of the reason why I would do any of this stuff. Like pride and selfishness. Because there's the selfishness part of it is I want what I want when I want it. And uh, the most, what I'm referring to, like let's say food. You know, if, uh, if I'm at work and I want something to eat, I'll go out and have something to eat. But me and my wife share an account. So if I'm taking money from that account, I should be communicating to her. Yeah. Like, A, I'm going to get something. I'm going to get a McChicken. Or, A, I'm going to get some nuggets. Or, mm-hmm. I'm going to get whatever the case may be. Um, but not, And I wouldn't communicate with her. If anything, I would hide it. And I would hide the charge and act like there was nothing happening. Mm. Um, so I struggled in honesty in that. So I know... I've recently, of course, confessed to my wife my mm-hmm. sins, <laughs> uh, my sinful nature and confessed my selfishness and, and things of that nature. And God is a great example of love. And she chooses to love me the way Jesus loves me mm-hmm. every day. And um, so she's forgiven me. But that's I know, again, going into fifth year, honesty. Yeah. And I'm just going to be honest and transparent because that's a big deal for me. Mm-hmm. Um. I rem- I'm remembering the testimonies we had in our Overcoming Obstacles episode where Nat came in and shared, you know, very personal yeah. feelings. Yeah. And I'm, we're so grateful that she shared them because mm-hmm. I'm like, there's so many people that are feeling the same things, but they don't share them right, because of, they're too personal. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and or so that's just fear of. Fear of what people are going to think or what people are going to say, how people are going to look at her or maybe look at her husband or whatever the case may be. But she was honest and transparent. Mm -hmm. I admire that. I want to be like Nat when I grow up. (laughs) I want to be like Nat when I grow up. I just want to be open and transparent and allow the exposure to happen. Hoping that somebody will hear it and be inspired to be honest with their spouse. But that just shows true freedom. And it does. Because yes. when you're honest like that, there's no shame. There's no guilt. You know what I mean? Yes. There's no like condemnation. There's just pure freedom. Yes. And she knows who she is in Christ because mm-hmm. she's so open to share. And that's just such a beautiful quality that we all desire. Right. Because yeah. I mean, we all lie. <laughs> They'll be sitting up there saying, I don't lie because right. you lying right now. Right. <laughs> and your thoughts. I'm going to go Sinbad. I'm going to go Sinbad on him. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Okay, we love Sinbad, the comedian. So he says, he goes to an audience. He goes like, <laughs> uh, he's like, women, what bothers you about your man? What bothers you? And so the well, woman shouts out from the audience. Why do they lie all the time? He's like, well, they're liars. He's like, no, we lie because you make us lie. Mm. And and all the women start busting out. Oh, no, he didn't. No, no, he didn't. Yeah, yeah. He's like, oh, you don't believe me? Don't believe me? Okay, t- hey, stop me if I'm wrong. He's all like, "Has <laughs> guys, fellas, has your woman ever come to you and be like, does this... Uh, do these pants make my butt look big? And he's like, Are you ever told the truth on that one? 
He's like, you got to lie. Whatever you do, you got to lie. He's like, no matter what happens, ain't it is a great butt. <laughs> Your butt looks amazing in them jeans. You don't look big at all. I Oh my goodness gracious Bring it back Bring it back Rewind too far Come come <laughs> Come to the line right. it's like, so I'm just saying Making a point Everybody says something yeah. Everybody's yes. like it's, it's always something It's like Hey did you And you know It's like Well actually I didn't But I'm doing it right now So I'm gonna just say yes Yes Yeah Yeah Like so uh, We all just do a little something But honesty is Getting to the point Back to the point Honesty is something that I'm definitely <laughs> going to be taking into our, the future of our marriage, um, mm. into our relationship, into our friendship, um, into all of that. Honesty, honesty, honesty. Mm. I know one thing um, I'm definitely praying to leave behind, to not take into our fifth year, is um, condemnation. Mm. Like, I struggle a lot with not forgiving myself. Um, I struggle a lot with self-judgment. Mm-hmm. Um, which of course breathes out like insecurities and things of that nature and it affects my communication with my wife and it, it, it affects my connection with my wife mm-hmm. so like for me and I was just thinking about this earlier today I feel like you know what I'm all man I'm 100% straight up man like muchismo man you know what I'm saying muchismo, muchismo is it machismo I don't machismo. know it's machismo. I'm gonna say that muchismo. muchismo. I'm so. Mu- it sounds like a potato chip. You're so muchismo. Yeah. <laughs> That's okay. Everybody in the world can make fun of me for that one. That's fine. Okay. Um. <laughs> so like, I'm 100% man. 100%. 100% all man. But at the same time, I have these moments where I'm just a scared little boy. Hmm. Where I need to be cuddled i need to be affirmed i need to be assured i need to be comforted because i'm feeling insecure about whatever the main thing i feel insecure about for myself is being a good husband Mm -hmm. it's my it's always been my desire from the jump as far as to be a good husband and my wife can attest to this there is nothing that i desire more that i keep failing at than being a good steward of my wife's heart Mm. I've said it from the time I've asked her to be my girlfriend to the time I asked her to be my fiance to the time I asked her to be my wife. And and uh, every single time she said yes, but every single in every single speech I've made in that moment, I say, I want to be a good steward of your heart. And I cannot I don't have enough fingers to tell you how many times I've hurt my wife's feelings. You're being too hard on yourself. Stop <laughs> That's it. That's my struggle. It's my struggle. <laughs> So like I'm like for me I take that really hard. Mm. I take it really hard. I'm a huge crybaby, so I'm I cry all the time. So I was like I'm, I'm like I hear your feelings. I'm so sorry. I like I lose it. Yeah. I can't stand I can't stand the thought of hurting my wife. But I mm. I I can't help the truth of the word of God when it says that. I am not good. Mm. I am not perfect. And I fall short all the time. All the time I'm falling short. And I can't seem to shake that off. Mm. And I think, I mean, I just had this great conversation with my wife where she was, you know, confessing as she was praying, like, you know, you're going to fail me. I have to still love you in spite of that. Mm. 
Mm-hmm. You know, I'm called to still love you in spite of that. Like, because I love you for who you are, even though you miss the mark. Mm-hmm. Like, I can't hold you up to this point or ever expect you to never miss the mark because mm-hmm. that I'm, I'm human. I will make mistakes. I will uh, not meet expectations. I will. There's going to be times where although I try as hard as I can to be a man of my word, I might fall short. I, I, it's inevitable. And I take that so hard because I want to be that for my wife. Mm-hmm. I know. I think, I think I'm lingering too long on this particular topic. But um, it's just my heart's desire to be a good husband. It, it, it's, it breaks me. It, it's what motivates me every single day to, like, am I taking care of my wife? Am I making sure I'm meeting her needs? Am I doing this? Am I doing that? It's like, are there any needs I'm not meeting? You know, and, yeah. and it's not so that way I, I'm, I'm trying to be a people pleaser to my wife. But my wife is a gift. I understand I'm, I'm called to be a steward of her. I'm called to honor God by the way I treat her. And if I mistreat her or if I'm ever like insensitive or whatever the case may be, it reflects on how I am honoring God in that moment. Hmm. And I don't know if there's any other husbands in here that kind of like struggle or deal with the same thing. Like you for, like you encounter you deal with your wife you conversate with your wife on a daily basis and yes she's a human being and we forget that she's also the gift that god has given you to be a good steward of and so we can say things that we don't really mean or say things out of anger or mistreat Mm -hmm. or whatever the case may be or we won't be honest or we won't communicate something and we forget in that moment of pride and selfishness that we're supposed to be good stewards of this gift that god has given us um so that's something I I I want to be a better steward within our fifth year and and beyond. I and also I want to not beat myself up so hard. Yeah. About it that where it creates distance with my wife because mm-hmm. now I'm just dwelling in my insecurities. Right. Right. Um, what about you, my love? <laughs> Enough about me rambling on for like fifteen minutes. Um. Disclaimer, my husband's amazing. He's just being hard <laughs> on himself, but he's great. L- like all of us, we all foster and we're imperfect. But for me, um, there's so many lessons. But I think the lesson that I want to continue is be quick to listen and slow to speak. Mm. Like um, when we have our intense fellowship, you know, Instead of being so quick to just, nah, nah, you know, because I'm, I'm Hispanic and, you know, my passion sometimes get the best of me. But being just very quick to listen to what you're saying and not being so um, consumed by my emotions and what I'm feeling. Right. Because what I, what I feel may not be true. So when I act on it, it's. I missed it. I missed the mark. You know, I, I really wasn't listening. I think that's one thing that I try to practice, right? Mm. I, I practice. I may not pass all the time. <laughs> um, but we still growing. We yeah. still growing. Yes. We still learning. And um, I think that's one thing that I do want to bring. Um, one thing that I want to also continue to cultivate is to, to pray for you on a daily. Mm. You know what I mean? Like... You know, so yeah. we hear like, make sure you're praying for your marriage. And, you know, when things go well, 
we're like we all good you know like mm. yeah father bless my husband but it's like being intentional to pray for your husband on a daily let me okay look <laughs> for all y'all beautiful people out there The devil does not like you Your mama, your daddy, your husband, your brother your si- He don't like you no. He don't like your marriage <laughs> He loves He loves chaos He loves division He mm-hmm. loves He loves to break people apart Especially in marriages And I think that's something that Um I'm learning that I have to cover my marriage on a daily when it comes to prayer. Mm. Like, not just once in a blue moon, on a daily. Like, the enemy does not sleep. He's, like, messing (laughs) with you when you're sleeping, when you're awake, when you're daydreaming. Um, (laughs) Daydreaming, yes. Right. Like, he just... Ugh, he's like a piojo. Get out of here. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. <laughs> you have to translate. What's a... A piojo is a lice. It's a, a, a disrespectful lice that comes out of nowhere that you're like, how did I get lice right now? Um, uh, yeah. So that's one thing that I, I, I've learned. Even when I wasn't, something that I saw in... Um, in couples when I was single, it's like, Maria, remember qualities like be submissive, respect your husband, don't talk back, but make sure you're praying for your marriage, mm. you know, covering him in prayer, making sure that he's covered, yeah. you know, um, because, yeah, the enemy doesn't like marriages. So that's one thing that I do want to continue to cultivate in my marriage, cultivate um as as we grow older and yeah. you know as the years go by that's something that it's like second nature it's like breathing mm. you know that's something that you do on a daily and it's just not dang i forgot to pray for my husband because it got so busy right because we get yeah. so consumed right i mean i don't have kids yet but for wives who do have kids they get so caught yeah. up on the daily grind that we just forget to kind of just spend that time with the lord and just yeah. cover ourselves cover our marriages um because you hear stories you yeah. know like yeah, my marriage didn't work out. And I and I mean how much is that? You know, how can we prevent that if it wasn't I mean, I know there's more to it than just prayer, but prayer is effective. Yeah. You know. And I feel like it's very effective in marriage. So Yeah. Amen. That's something that I do want to cultivate with. What is, do you feel like is something you do not want to bring into our fifth year and beyond? Mm. The thing that I don't want to bring in my marriage is comparison in our relationship with God. Mm. Oh, okay. So I think it was like our third, third year of marriage. Mm-hmm. You used to have these amazing God encounters. I did? Yeah. Okay. And, um, or just how the Lord spoke to you. And at this time I was kind of struggling with my relationship with God because I was working a lot. I didn't oh, really this was yes. this was getting debt free year. Yes, yes. Yes. Our so, third year, I'm sorry. Like I just had to like we got 
credit card. We paid off all our credit cards in our third year. But yeah, yeah. it was what was the hard part is because it involved both of us working, working a lot of overtime. Mm-hmm. And so we had very little time for us, but we had a goal to get yeah. out of this yeah. crazy but debt I that felt, was haunting us. I felt in that season like you had so much more time with the Lord. So you would have these encounters and I'll be mad hating like, ugh. <laughs> You know, and it wasn't like I was kind of like a little jealous. No, not like I was jealous. Like, <laughs> man, God, like I wanted counters like that. So I would compare like our my relationship with the Lord. Mm. And I could feel like if I would continue to entertain this, it can really cause division, mm. you know, because I'm like. Why don't you go be with God? You know, <laughs> you know, and I'm like, oh, that's not cute, you know. So it's like, that's something I don't want to bring because the way God speaks to you, it's how he speaks to you. He speaks to me completely different. Mm-hmm. And, you know, um, but I, I, I don't, I don't want to bring that because I know at that moment how I felt, I felt, oh, I, it, my heart was just, ooh, it was so ugly and I could feel I could feel my flesh wanting to be distant. I could feel my flesh wanting to be um, just envious and kind of mean towards you, mm-hmm. right? Even though that I've never treated you yeah. any other way, but I, it was just something internal that I was like, oh, I don't want this. That I remember um, when this whole COVID started that I was like, man, God, you, I need a new heart. Like, I don't, I don't want this to continue like regardless of how you speak to my husband and how you have these encounters with him I want to praise God for that like thank you Lord that you know you're meeting my husband these are things that I prayed for mm-hmm. you know instead of being jealous of them like praise you yeah. know like be happy for you that you're having these experiences you mm-hmm. know um, but yeah that's something that I don't I I want to praise what God is doing in you, you know, mm. not praise you, but right. like praise. be happy, yeah. like be genuinely, yeah, be celebratory of what the Lord is doing in your life, you know, because that's something that I've been praying since before we even were something, you know, mm-hmm. that God would just have that you would have these raw encounters, and you know, and they were coming to pass, and instead of me being happy, I was being so jealous i was like i hate you (laughs) but i love i love my husband guys like i love i love how god loves my husband and how he meets him so amen but yeah that's something i don't the comparison (laughs) Mm -mm. that's that's ugly i think a lot of people struggle with comparing it does yeah and i think especially when if if you're comparing walks like because somebody can be i think we use this expression a lot when we talk about comparing, we, it's really it, you really can't compare where you are to where somebody else is because you're seeing what they're doing, but you're only seeing from the outside. Right. You know, right. and so they can be on like chapter 37 of intercession. We're only on chapter five, but you're like, how come I don't pray like they pray? How come mm-hmm. they, when they pray, mm-hmm. it's all super. Well, because they're on chapter 37 of their intercession book. <laughs> yeah. Like they, they, they know a little bit more. They've been at it for yeah, a little bit yeah. longer. Um, you know, God has been dealing with them for a while about whatever. So we, it's, it's like, 
it's it's almost kind of unfair to ourselves. Yeah. When we compare like that, so I completely get you. It's weird that you would say that and confess that to me because I felt the complete opposite. <laughs> The complete opposite. I felt like you were having all these amazing, like, gospel-tunities. Gospel-tunities. Hashtag trademarked gospel-tunities. Uh, gospel-opportunities. We call them gospel-tunities. You had all these great gospel-tunities at your job because my baby would work in customer service answering phones, talking to customers um, who would call in about whatever. So she would help answer their questions and get whatever information they needed from her company. And but there's times where she's her boss actually gave her lead way to be able to pray for customers and encourage customers and the share word the and all this yeah. and share the gospel because her boss was also a believer at the time and well, she still is. I she guess. still is. <laughs> she was a believer, and so at the time she was like, Yeah, just go ahead, just go for it. Like and she completely believed in Maria's gift of joy and and that she had an, an she had Maria has an amazing story and to be able to share that love with anybody to make that customer feel special in that moment keeps that customer so Maria was encouraged to and so she would she would pray for customers over the phone and just to tell them about the goodness of the Lord and she had that freedom knowing that she wouldn't get in trouble for it and she would you know talk about Jesus with her coworkers and everything she had that freedom they literally gave her that freedom to do that not me. Like, this is my <laughs> encounters. The encounters my wife is referring to is because at the time, I would be doing a lot of long-distance driving for my job. Mm. And I would be driving out of state, and I'd be on the road for two, three hours, four hours at a time just driving. And so I would put on worship, instrumentals, and I would have these conversations with Jesus like he's in the passenger seat. And we just talking like homeboys, you know, like we're brothers or whatever the case may be. And we're just having an honest conversation. And then I'd call her later on in the day and I'm like, oh, me and Jesus were talking about this. And, oh, I just had this great time in worship. And or I'd be crying like, God, it's so good. It's so yeah, faithful. Yeah. I'm just completely broken. And she's just like, oh. Because although she is encouraging people on the phone, what she's not getting is that alone time with God. Yeah, the intimacy. And so I'm getting all this alone time with God, but I'm Mm -hmm. not getting any gospel opportunities whatsoever. So, um... So it was kind of opposite. So I I hear what you're saying. I just kind of felt like the different. I felt the complete opposite in that moment. Ah, I love you, beautiful. I love you, Papa. I love that the Lord brought us together. (laughs) You make me feel like the luckiest man alive. <laughs> you are such a gift to me and I completely adore you. Mm, um, everything about you, even your Latina passionate Cuban, <laughs> you know, he- head shaking attitude sometimes like that, that, that you mentioned earlier. I love it. I love everything about you. And, and I, I have no problems confessing this. We, me and my wife can be having some tough fellowship. And she gets extra mad at me because I cannot stop smiling. Uh, She's like, "Why? There's nothing funny. Why are you laughing?" I'm like, "I'm not laughing at you, my love. I just can't help but to smile, staring at you. I can't stare at you for more than ten seconds and not smile. That's so. We're gonna have this tough fellowship. We're gonna have this conversation. We're gonna have this tough conversation. But you got to deal with me smiling because I can't stop smiling. That's just how it is. <laughs> it's like the most beautiful woman I've ever met." Is sitting six inches from my face, and although she's mad at me, she's still gorgeous, and I can't help but be like, "God, you're awesome." Um, sorry. 
all that being said, mm. happy anniversary, my love. Mm. Happy anniversary. Anniver- <laughs> In closing, <laughs> um, you're listening to this right now, and we're talking about entering in new seasons. And maybe you're desiring a new season right now. And the Lord wants to start something new with you. I can tell you this right now, like God is in the business of change. Of renewing. Of renewing. Mm -hmm. Like here's the thing. God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. But he is in the business of changing and rearranging and molding and shaping and morphing and evolutionizing, revolutionizing all these things. He's into being the potter god loves being the potter and we are called to be the clay to just be able to completely surrender and just allow him to do something new in us and so if you've been asking the lord for a new season things have just been the same and and you're about to go into your new season or whatever the case may be and it's like i don't want to bring this into my new season i want to leave that behind but i want to make sure that this new season i i continue to be joyful and i continue to be grateful and all these other things like there's a great opportunity to be able to have this opportunity of being grateful and to pray and just to tell god how much he means to you and to ask god for that new season and to be able to thank him for everything he's brought you through in your past season for everything he's brought you through every all the lessons he's taught you all the ways he sharpened you all the ways he's molded you all the revelations he's given you all the people he's put into your life to encourage and to stir up all the people that he's freed you from the toxic relationships whatever the case may be maybe you had some additions to your family maybe you've had some losses in your family either way a new season is in front of you And sometimes that can be just how we choose to act and our attitude, the attitude we choose for this season. And so let's look at this new season coming up with just a grateful heart and a grateful attitude and just full of joy and just full of love. So we want to celebrate your new season with you. By all means, leave us a message, leave a comment, let us know what God has brought you out of what he's bringing you into and we just want to be excited for you and celebrate your new season Um, until next time this is Team Gomez I'm Anthony I'm Maria saying that we love you yes we do signing off (laughs) bye Bye.